Hello, everyone, and welcome to this very, very first episode of the English for Bosses podcast. My name is Anaïs, I'm a language coach, and I will also be your host in this podcast. It's something that I really wanted to do for a long time, and I was procrastinating on it, which is not good. But anyways, so in this very first episode, we are going to talk about conflict, what causes it, how to anticipate it, how to resolve it, and At the very end, I will give you some phrases, some sentences that you can use to resolve a conflict when you feel like the situation is getting a little tense. So if you're ready, let's begin. So conflicts happen at work, but what causes them in the first place? There are several reasons. And one of these reasons is poor communication. So I believe that poor communication is actually one of the main causes of conflict in the workplace because it can create conflicts between employees or between employees and their managers or between managers and, you know, the big bosses, the, the CEOs. And when you fail to communicate properly in the workplace, people, whether it's managers or employees, can start becoming a little bit paranoid and they can start making incorrect assumptions about situations because they don't really know what's happening. And it can become the place of gossip. And if you work in a company or if you have worked in a company before, you know how much gossip happens in the workplace. Another consequence of Poor communication in a company or at the workplace is that it also decreases productivity and it completely demoralizes the employees, the managers, and anyone who is caught up into this conflict situation. Another cause of conflict in a company can be the difference of personality. So Employees in a company can come from different backgrounds. They can have different experiences. They don't, they're not the same age. Um, and most of the time, the background plays a role in shaping each person's personality. And when employees don't understand each other and when they fail to accept the differences in each other's personalities, then you can see problems arise in the workplace. Another potential cause of conflict in the company can be the difference of values. So differences of values can happen for many different reasons. It can be cultural, it can be religious, it can happen when there is a generational gap, when some of the employees are way younger than others or way older than all others, so the values are completely different. And no matter what the reason is, the problem, the issue is not actually the difference of value itself because every person is different and can have different values and that's perfectly fine. The problem is the failure to accept it. So if people cannot accept each other and each other's values in the company, if people think that only their values are valid, then uh, conflicts, conflicts can happen and the situation can be complicated. Another cause of conflicts can be 
competition between employees. And this happens especially if salary is linked to employee production. So if people work on commissions, for example, there can be a lot of competition between employees. And some industries actually foster these competitive environments more than others. And the problem with that type of environment is that it's very unhealthy. It can become very unhealthy uh, when there is too much competition. And if competition is not properly managed, it can result in employees sabotaging each other or insulting each other, uh, which creates a hostile work environment. And the problem with that kind of environment is that it can discourage teamwork and it promotes individualism, which is not good for the long term in a company. So now that we know where conflicts can come from, differences of values, of personalities, competition, etc., how can you anticipate it and how can you resolve it? One way to do that is to ask questions. Because remember, conflicts happen due to poor communication, right? So if you see that there is a situation that is starting to get a little tense, before it escalates, before you allow an escalation, ask questions. It's okay to ask questions. It's not going to cause any loss of face or anything like that. And on the contrary, uh, there can be a quick resolution, which will be good for everybody. So first, ask questions. Also, if you want to anticipate conflicts, you need to recognize different perspectives. Like I said before, people don't have the same perspectives, the same values, the same expectations, and it's okay. Not everyone has to think exactly the same way. So if you accept the fact that not everyone will think the same way as you do, not everyone will see things the same way as you do, then you can avoid many complicated situations. You also need to beware of your emotions and of, of other people's emotions. When emotions are involved things can escalate very quickly. So it's very important to step back and analyze the situation and realize if maybe and realize if maybe the reactions, the people's reactions are due to a fear of something or someone uh, or a perceived danger, something that might not be real, but something that can provoke this situation of um, anger, anxiety, frustration that leads to unintended conflict most of the time. And also, and finally, in order to anticipate conflicts, try to focus on preventing escalation. Do not let the situation escalate. Conflict resolution always start with one or both parties making an attempt to avoid escalation. So 
when there is a conflict happening, if everybody is staying on their ground and no one wants to step back, then the conflict will happen. But if one of the people or both of them make an attempt to actually avoid the escalation, it will not happen. So really focus on preventing escalation rather than uh, focusing on being right and making your point. So now let's say that the conflict is happening and you didn't manage to avoid it, but you can still use a few escalation avoidance tactics. For example, if it's happening between two people who and you're not involved in it, what you can do is separate the parties. So, you know, just like for kids, actually, uh, separate the, the parties and send each of them in a corner and ask them to think about what they just did. Uh, another, another tactic is to change the location of the discussion. That's another solution. And also the attitude that you should have is to be empathetic. So always show empathy to the people who are involved in the conflict. And if you are involved in the conflict against another person, always try to show your empathy despite your disagreements. And it can sometimes just help uh, make the people a little less annoyed and pissed at you. If a conflict happens, try to be the one who is going to commit to work it out. If you see that the other person is not going to be reasonable, or if the other people are not going to be reasonable about it, take charge of the process by committing to reach a solution, a resolution. Be the one who is going to do something about it. So what you need to do is to de-escalate the conflict. And you can try to make sure to eliminate any, you know, exaggerations, embellishments or, or personalities, etc. And try to be really neutral about the situation. And of course, the best way to resolve a conflict is to stay calm. And whether you're in a business or a personal situation, if you keep cool, you can take control of it. If you start yelling at the other person, the conflict is not going to solve very soon. But if you keep calm, most of the time things will cool down a little bit. And if you keep calm, it will be easier for the other people to step back and be like, okay, why am I yelling and why am I so annoyed after all? It's not so dramatic. So now that you know where conflict comes from and how to resolve it, etc., I'm going to teach you a few conflict resolution phrases. And it's important that you practice those phrases because if the, the conflict ever happens in real life, you need to be able to know what to say. So here are the different phrases that you can use to resolve conflict. Number one, I understand your point of view but I see it differently. Number two, we may have a misunderstanding, so let me explain my point of view. Number three, I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. Another version of that is, I'm so sorry that you feel this way. Number four, I understand how annoying that must be. Number five, what can I do to support you or to help you? Number six, 
I'd be happy to help you with this. Number seven, I really appreciate you letting us know about this problem. Number eight, I will take responsibility. Well, everyone, that's it for this very first podcast episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed recording it. It's not perfect, obviously, but we'll do better next time. So I hope you'll subscribe and I hope you'll be there next week for our new episode. Bye, everyone.